So what I did was I transferred to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is th- there are many ways. Uh, I read a statistic. It's old now that up twenty two percent of Division One scholarships, athletic scholarships, didn't get renewed. So you, if you you know committed to and 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 coaches move all the time, and a, and a new coach might want to bring his new guys in that he's recruited. So what? The, mm. Where the fuck are you supposed to go? Especially, let's say you're a junior. You know, are and you've had playing time. You know, maybe your second string, maybe your first string. But now you have to go find a whole new fucking program, and that's gonna drop. That's gonna drop your draft stock unless you're like a guaranteed starter at Alabama or something. You got three quarters of a degree, and you got to try and transfer it to another college. My God, assuming you're even allowed. <laughs> yeah. there's all sorts yep. of insane draconian rules. And you, and you would have to sit out a year. Right. It used to be like when you transferred, you'd have to sit out an entire year. Isn't the whole <laughs> thing with football that you have like, you know, a very small number of years to be able to do it before you're just fried? Like, well, yes, Alice. Before, yeah, yeah. before your body falls apart, yeah. Mm. That's not an accident. Uh, all right, we're going to take uh, a diversion here. Spencer, you want to tell the SMU story? Next slide, please. Yeah, it's a big turning. It's a big turning point in amateur athletics, I think, because first of all, what you are looking at in this slide is uh, absolutely fucking glorious, and what you are seeing is that is correct. That is a gold Trans Am. Oh yeah, with Ooh. yeah, that is a 1979 gold Trans Am with the uh, Firebird on the hood and the T top. It is. And nice. that is yes. just an American badassness, like what, mm. like just a terrible car, but looks really, <laughs> really awesome. <laughs> uh, it's real loud. Uh, you can smell the exhaust the minute that you hit the gas pedal anywhere in the car at any time. Um, it's awesome, and it comes with its own like copy of Van Halen's "Diver Down," just right in the cassette deck. <laughs> Good for um, running blocker for uh, you know several hundred cases of cores that you're running across that state lines. <laughs> It's actually designed for that, yes. right? And you can also you can also change out of a wedding dress in the passenger seat effortlessly. It's unfortunate um, that they started selling cores uh, east of the Mississippi because uh, there's no reason for this car anymore. Uh, it's like a yeah, sort of yeah. lost yeah. art form. Yeah. yeah, it was made for two things. It was made for purchasing football players because this uh, this Trans Am turned up as a key element in the Southern Methodist University football scandal. Uh, because the whole time we're discussing this, maybe you're thinking, well, why didn't you just pay people and shut up about it? What if you actually just established a payroll and just said, fuck the NCAA? <clears throat> Enter Southern Methodist University football. <laughs> Go Mustangs, baby. Wow. wow. <laughs> Are we going to hear that they were uh, more ethical than anyone else? Yes, because because they because they got rid of the fucking facade, man. And that's why it's a scandal. <laughs> So in true in true Texas fashion, uh, this was spearheaded by, among other people, a dude with a dealership, uh, a thirty uh huh, a thirty year old entrepreneur and dealership owner Sherwood Blunt, who, along with a big core of Texas boosters, just decided, "Yeehaw, we're gonna do this!" And they just started paying players, and uh, consequently, SMU became awesome at football and started to attract talent like Eric Dickerson. Um, and started to do so so shamelessly that other people started to complain. This is all part, by the way, of the Southwest Conference, my favorite conference in all of athletic history in college sports because they all did this 
Like the Southwest <laughs> Conference was one big Texan, like, yeehaw, where's my checkbook? Like <laughs> just people people paying for players and like all of these sort of weird internecine squabbles over over talent and and bribing people and yeah, just uh everything that you want out of college sports in the best scandalous sort. That's the Southwest Conference. But anyway, SNU does this, they get real, real good. Um, when they are eventually caught, okay, which is always going to happen because somebody gets disgruntled when the payroll doesn't come through or when they need money. Um, when SNU gets caught, my favorite thing, when they get caught, uh, they go to the administration, okay, and in a series of communications, which eventually involves a former governor of Texas, okay, being on board with all of this. That's mm. one of the ways they get caught. I'm simplifying the story because it would take an hour to really explain it. If you want, you should watch the ESPN documentary Pony Excess, which is great because it kind of tisks a little bit at it, but it's so cool that you're just like, yeah, go go ponies. This is awesome. <laughs> um, but when they get caught, the guys behind it are like, hey, listen, you just can't stop this now. We've got a payroll to support. Like we got to make, we we make payroll, bitches. <laughs> They're like, like, like we got people that we got people who are expecting checks. You just can't get us to stop. You got to give us a couple of months. <laughs> Which I, I love that these guys who are businessmen who would probably shutter things overnight for their own convenience without sending out checks were like, no, SMU football special. Give us a couple of months to wind these checks down. Send out some. <laughs> separation packages if you will yeah um the great irony in all of this is that the gold trans am became a symbol of smu's you know corruption and decadence in the otherwise pure scheme of college athletics when in fact that gold texas that gold uh trans am was paid for by texas a&m university boosters who got it for dickerson who then took it and went to smu smu still uses that in recruiting uh materials today they use it this year the handshake meme between uh like um the u.s military and college football and trying to recruit impressionable teenagers is uh cool cool car yeah except eric dick eric dickerson signed with like canada right like in this scenario Mm. like he took the cold trans amp and he got to the united states joined the canadian forces with my marines enlistment (laughs) bonus that's right these are still the only ethical people we've heard of so far. Just yeah. paying the yeah. It's a bunch of like <laughs> Texas. It's the same fucking people who killed JFK, just incidentally running a football side hustle. And we're like, fuck yes, this rules. There's no fun scandals anymore. We just got the the last fun scandal we got was Hugh Freeze, former coach at the University of Mississippi. Now is he still coaching at Liberty? Uh, he's still at liberty yeah. using his what his university cell phone to pay for uh university credit card to pay for strippers what's nothing what's wrong with that he was using his university cell phone to call escort services in tampa florida yes what's what's wrong with that you know it sounds unwise but i don't think there's anything wrong with it morally criminally yeah yeah whatever This is all dependent, by the way, on snitching, because the guy who got those cell phone records requested was the coach that he got fired for. So so that guy ratted on him. What I'm what I'm learning here is that the NCAA doesn't have a policy of deterring informants, which it should do. 
Like, informally, they should institute that. Yeah. I'm not going to suggest how they should do that. I'm just saying that there are plenty of examples of how you might uh, deter people from informing. I was on about you. to say, if you really want to, you really want to uh, clamp down on whistleblowers. I know this guy. His name is Barack Obama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is, by the way, uh, a big turning point because this is the last time that the NCAA ever trotted out something called the death penalty. And the death penalty God, means they that want to be cops the 19- so bad. They want to be cops so bad. Uh, following the eighty six season, uh, <laughs> they canceled their nineteen eighty seven season. <laughs> like totally canceled it, uh, and then were off TV. They couldn't play home games in the nineteen eighty eight season. They didn't get back on the field in full until the nineteen eighty nine season, where with a depleted roster. God, I love football so much. With a depleted roster, they had to play the Houston Cougars, who were running the run and shoot at the time and passing like 90 times a game. And in one of my favorite scores ever, Houston beat SMU 95-21. And we're... (laughs) This that Cardell Jones shit. (laughs) Yeah. The death penalty is just one year? Yeah, it was one year complete ban. And then with no scholarship like they yank everything so if you have existing scholarships they honor them but you miss you miss like at least one full recruiting class and then there's restrictions where you get like partials for another three or four years i'm, I'm just thinking like one year is a short amount of time to be dead yeah um, but it totally it totally decimates a program yeah, yeah, i'm thinking like SMU I, I, sort of it does, it's, yeah. the, it's the like career death penalty so it's not like it's not yeah, like they uh, didn't make a not like hot black desatio from Hitchhiker's Guide, spend <laughs> spending a year dead for tax reasons. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they lost ninety five twenty one, and Andre Ware threw five hundred seventeen yards in the first half. Like it is, they didn't make a bowl game until twenty years later. Wow, S- sort of ritual humiliation. Yeah, but yeah, it's also like it's also a point where they did that. And the consensus was, we don't really want to do that to anyone anymore. Because the schools were like, the schools, which are essentially, you know, they're the backers of the NCAA, they decided, you know, that's really uncool. We wouldn't like that to happen to us. And there's really no reason it can't, because who's to say we don't have a bunch of yeehaw boosters ready to Texas this thing up? <laughs> 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 